όπως ακούσαμε, εκατό πέντε χρονών κοιμήθηκε ο Άγιος Αντώνιος. We heard just a moment ago that he died at the age of 105. And someone would think that somebody who lived such an austere and ascetical life would have run down his body to such a point through fasting and vigils and prayers that he would have died at the age of 50. This is what we talk about, friends, the grace of God. Did St. Anthony do what he did by himself? No. It was only through the power and grace of the Holy Spirit that he did what he did. What happens to us today is we prepare for the fasts ahead, like the Triodion is about to begin in less than a month. We begin to think about these fasts with our own human strengths. Then Boro, we say immediately, I would never be able to fast. Because all of our logic and thinking is based on our own strength. We don't leave any room for God to work in our hearts and in our lives. You understand the big difference here. Whereas St. Anthony said, I go into the desert where there's nothing but me and you, Lord, and I leave my whole life in your hands. He is a great source of inspiration. And for all of us who struggle at times, well, if I don't eat, I get dizzy. And if I, don't fa if I fast too much, then I won't be able to do this or that. Let's leave a little room for God to work as well. And of course, if you feel like you're going to really pass out or whatever the case may be, you're going to eat and drink and make sure you're strong. God doesn't want us to be lying down on the floor. There's an old story around two monks on Mount Athos that at the beginning of Lent, they did the so-called triimero, where they didn't eat anything or drink anything for three days. So the neighboring monk <clears throat> hadn't heard a word, hadn't heard a peep. He said something happened to the two brothers. And so on the third day in the morning, he knocked on the door, no answer, he opened the door, and he found the monks lying down in the, on the floor. They were awake. And they said, he said to them, what are you doing? They said, because we haven't eat, eaten or drank for three days, we didn't want to use any of our strength, so we've just been lying down. He goes, si cosita, pano, he says, get up, what's the matter with you? Go have a cup of tea and do the things you have to do. That's not fasting, I'm going to sit three days and not move. The point is, what? All of the lives of the saints, St. Anthony and all the saints, are intended to inspire us. Not for imitation, as one author put it. The saints are not for imitation, but for inspiration. We are inspired by their lives. We see our own weaknesses, them borrow. I remember one of the abbots on Mount Athos saying, all he was talking to all the monks, all them borrow. Anything he would ask him, them boro, them boro. Let's not be them boros. Let's be a little bit more, with God's help, boro. Eh? With God's help, boro. There are a few beautiful anecdotal stories from the life of St. Anthony that I think I might say every year, but I still remember them so vividly. This one monk, Visarion, had gone to visit, it says, the old great ascetic of the desert. And he said to him, Anthony, I don't understand. I fast more strictly than you do. 
I keep more vigils than you do. I gave away everything that I had and then some. I pray longer than you do. And yet, he says, your name is known throughout the world and nobody knows me. And it says, to which the old man answered, I love God more than you do. Many of the things that we do when we fast and when we do other things are not for God. They're for our own self-righteousness so we can pat ourselves on the back and feel good about ourselves that we're fasting now during Lent. I remember once at a talk, again, no offense, but a person said to the speaker, Pater, in front of the whole crowd, do we eat oil today? And this was not said because the concern was burning in her heart, you know, or his heart, because they were not going to eat oil or eat oil. It was to show the people that I fast from oil. And he said to her, Mono petreleo. <laughs> we laugh about these things, but let's be careful. All of the saints teach us humility. It said once that Anthony saw all of the traps and all of the temptations that the devil sets in person's life, in all of our lives. Unbelievable. It's what I described once to a group of young people. Imagine me having to leave this solea and there were just row next to 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 all the way to the back of the church mouse traps. And I, and I had to try to get to the back of the church without setting off one of the mousetraps. Right? And so when St. Anthony saw all this vision, he turned to God and said, Lord, who can possibly be saved from so many traps? And the Lord said to him, the humble one. So if there's anything we leave with today in the life of St. Anthony, even though he is the father of monasticism, the greatest of the desert fathers, he was the most humble, and he loved God the most. And that's the call of the day. Let us love God with humility. Meta, everything is possible. Even the fasts, even the prayers, even the vigils, even the goodness that we do, everything becomes possible once we put Christ and humility into the equation. God bless you all.